morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and our toll-free number 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And welcome to Thursday, the 25th day of August. And yes, I know all of us are so, so concerned as all of the bankers and the billionaires, yeah, they're going to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Yes, they're they're going to sit down and and they're going to break bread together and figure out, hey, how can we make billions of dollars more for us and and line our pockets? And here's the best part: the media is going to tell. All of the rest of the people out there, hey, this is such a great thing. What a great thing. I mean, think about it. If these guys can make billions more, I mean, think about all the opportunities it can create for, for us. I mean, listen, they're going to need people to fly their, pi- uh, fly their private jets, right? They're, they're going to probably have a stewardess on, on their private jets to bring them their drinks and, and their foods. And, and let's not forget, they're going to throw great parties. So, you know, you're going to be able to walk around and serve champagne and caviar and all these other great things to people. I mean, Jason, what a great opportunity this is for everybody. It's funny how they, they meet in the least populated state in the country. <laughs> well, there's very few people around. There's more people live in Hawaii than live in Wyoming. So yeah, it's uh, try try to be as uh, secluded as possible, Joe. Yeah, well that that way, right? The 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 chances of somebody being in there uh, and and telling us really what they're talking about, right, is few and far between, and they could have uh, their little private meetings together. This is a joke. This is an absolute joke that the uh, the private bankers that are the Federal Reserve sitting there meeting with these billionaires and formulating plans for them to enrich themselves. Call it what you want. Now, of course, they're not going to say it like that. Oh, no, come on, double. No, we're, we're trying to help everybody. That's what we're doing. Really, how's it working? How's it working since you took us off the gold standard officially in 1971? And, and let's not, you know what, let's not even miss, miss words. If it wasn't for World War II, right, how's this thing really working? Because you took the gold away from us in 33 and, and, it really got, only got better because of World War II, which, is, you know, Jason will tell you, hey, that was a banker war all the way, set us up, right, for the dollar, right, the Bretton Woods. And then, of course, 1971, because no one wanted the dollar, the Europeans were like, hey, we'll just forget the bonds. We, we, want, the, we want our gold back, that they closed the gold window. And, Jason, the standard of living in this country has done nothing but decline since then. Yeah, they they made Americans feel really good about themselves. We saved the world, World War II. You know, we, you know, the biggest biggest disastrous war in history, and and uh, essentially what they did with the citizens of America, we well, we sort of swam we swam around the whale. We were the closest to the whale. All the other the European countries, the other countries that were having to rebuild after that war, they were a little further away. But uh, as time has gone on, Joe, we're not keeping up with the whale, are we? The whale is is uh, kind of getting out of sight there. We, we don't. There's not a lot of morsels left for us to, to chew off what the what the leftovers are. You know, think about you know we we and, and, and again. I know 
some of you are a little dramatic, but it's the truth. This, this is the reality, right? The end of abundance, uh, the, who was this? Uh, I want to make sure I give credit here. Uh, the, the ECB, uh, is, is out again. Uh, French President Macron saying it's the end of abundance. You know, Jason talked about this, uh, so many times. Uh, we're now all of a sudden, right? Uh, listen, we can't even heat homes now. We can't turn on air conditioners. Uh, right? The, the, the West Coast, right? The, the, the rich and famous just using all the water they want while everybody else is supposed to be on restrictions. And, and, and now the ECB coming out and saying, listen, the only path forward for the monetary system we currently have, which needs to end. Listen, if we really truly want to get back to the greater good, something, a system that actually serves the majority instead of the minority. We need to get out of this monetary system. They're not going to let that happen. Digital is coming. Cash is dying. Matter of fact, I think the ECB, finally someone just said it. Hey, listen, cash, it costs us money to make it because we got to print it. And, oh, by the way, uh, us private bankers, we don't gain anything from it with you guys using cash. Uh, so it needs to go, Jason. You know, it's funny. You were talking, I think, uh, on one of the shows, uh, maybe last week, we were talking about the, uh, the the first Gulf War and how it was broadcast all over the place. You know, the whole world could watch that war on television. You know, people could actually watch it like a movie. And uh, that's because that was one of their wars, Joe. That's, that, was, that was to increase and, and, and value their system even further. If there was ever a movement against this, this monetary system, Joe, you won't ever see it. If there was actually a progress pushing against this thing, you'll never see it or hear a thing about it, Joe. It will not be broadcast anywhere. Isn't, isn't it interesting what you get to see and, of course, what you won't ever get to see, Joe? Yeah, exactly right. We know, what do you get to see out of what's going on in Russia and Ukraine? Only little snippets and spins of what they want, not actually what's uh, happening anywhere out there. But this meeting that started today, Jackson Hole, uh, goes through uh, Saturday, and I'm, you know we're going to get all kinds of little press releases and and all that stuff. And of course, you know uh, everyone's going to pretend that whatever Jay Powell says has some kind of importance. Uh, the, the realities are is what they're telling us isn't what they're talking about. They're already planning. They're planning what's going to be, what the world's going to be like five years from now and ten years from now, and and uh, just giving us the crumbs that that uh, make us not want to prepare for what we know is coming. Pixel Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The UK today warning about civil unrest. Uh, in the UK as uh, people won't be able to pay their power bills. You can't make this stuff up. How about here? No one's talking about it here. But Bloomberg reported just the other day, 20 million households in the United States are now behind in their power bills. And Jason, uh, I've got news for everybody. If you think your power bill is expensive now, wait till the winter gets here. It's going to be much, much, much more expensive. Uh, natural gas, you know, we talked a lot about natural gas. Uh, it's closing in on, on all-time highs. And, and really, for me, it's at an all-time high. It's, you know, between 9 and $10, and, and it's been staying there. 
Uh, we had that spike in, two, I want to say it was 2008, that lasted for like four days. And this is a prolonged situation. But just to give you an idea of the impact on this natural gas price, because right now natural gas price is about 400% higher than where they normally are. And, uh, and, and as, I, as I've told all of you, be ready for it to get six, seven, eight hundred percent higher than normal this winter. So that's going to put natural gas somewhere closing in on about fifteen dollars uh, per uh, thermal unit, or however they they measure it. Uh, when normally it's between two and a half, three bucks. It uh, and, and, and again, natural gas fuels about forty percent. Of the entire power grid here in the United States, Jason. So this is this is going to be hard to escape. Yeah, another one of those uh, you know uh, questions you have to ask because I know we're sitting on uh, in America. There's there's reserves of natural gas. I think they could power the country estimated for a hundred years. <laughs> so why is there a shortage, Joe? Why is there a shortage? Well, right, and we talked about this the other day. Appalachia, the mountains there has so much natural gas. But, again, this is all about ESG, and this is all about, you know, don't worry. Again, billionaires, billionaires deciding what it is that's going to happen. This is really simply put, the reason why we're going to have to pay, you know, come on, 20 million Americans, and, and let's probably double it by this winter, somewhere close to 40 million Americans, won't, our households, not American households, won't be able to pay their power bill. Uh, UK saying, listen, there's going to be civil unrest because people can't pay the power bill. Could you imagine in the dead of winter, hey, I can't, I, I can't turn the heat on? I mean, this is ridiculous. And to Jason's point, we've got natural gas everywhere. But guess what? The billionaires have decided, you know what, we, we just don't like that. You know, we, 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 we want to go green here. Uh, so too bad for you guys because, let's face it, we're billionaires. We're going to be able to pay our bill uh, no matter what the situation is. And, and it's so funny, one state is, is starting uh, to stand up just a little bit, Texas has announced that they will no longer, the state of Texas will no longer do business with BlackRock, BNP Paribas, Credit Suisse, uh, Jupiter Fund Management, and all these other UBS group saying that they will uh, no longer do business in the Texas municipal bond issuance with firms who Jason keep promoting this far left agenda that is really just going to wipe more and more Americans. You know, I talk about Jackson Hole, oh, you think I'm kidding? Listen, they're planning on destroying the middle class as we speak. That's what they're really doing. And this yep. is a great indication of that. They're deliberately black rocks on record. Oh no, we're not doing anything. We're not investing in any Natural gas. We're not investing in any oil. Matter of fact, anything we deem not great enough, we're not doing it. So Texas said, "Okay, great. Guess what? We're not doing business with you." That's what more states need to do. This is this is an absolute 
joke. It's totally unnecessary, but it's really just meant to devastate. Why should we be paying 47%, 50% this winter, possibly 100% more for energy? That's ridiculous. Well, Joe, and, and uh, you can kind of connect some dots here, the timeline. I mean, uh, this bill they just, this, this spending, how, many, how big is that spending bill they just passed? Uh, $1.5 billion, how much is it? Uh, or trillion, I mean, how, how big is that thing? Uh, well, the oh, you, the inflation reduction. Yeah, how bill, how big is yeah, that? Yeah, just just it. Well, officially, it, it's just under a trillion dollars. Oh, let's just go with uh, a trillion. Course, let, let me say right? this, Joe: trillion dollars. You know, just because the bill says they're going to spend it on this or spend it on that, that doesn't mean that's what they're going to spend it. Now, this thing they were they voted uh, this thing down was it last year, right? Last year, it's like oh, there's there's one Democrat in the Senate that just decided to. He wasn't going to vote for it. Remember, remember the travesty for the Democrats that yes, one yes. guy wouldn't vote. Well, why not last? Here's the thing. That's ridiculous. If they wanted that thing passed last year, it would have passed. So why push it off to this year? And, Joe, why do I get the feeling that, you know, as a part of this, because that's a trillion dollars. Boy, you can do a lot with a trillion dollars. Uh, that does not have to be spent anywhere in that bill where it says it has to. Once that money is appropriated, Congress or the president can just spend it somewhere else. That's the one thing. It doesn't matter what they say or what's written down that they're going to spend it on. So why do I get the feeling, Joe, that the people at the very bottom that really can't pay for energy bills, there'll be some miraculous uh, funding of, of people, checks going to people here in the next few months around the election time, of course, to help people out with these, these energy oh, costs? I, I, I can see it now. Yes. Uh, you know, we, we've got to send out these checks for... Uh, the 40 million Americans that can't pay their power bill. Absolutely. Right. And, and, and listen, they'll create enough. They're not going to take from that bill. To pay. No, 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 no. They won't do that. They'll just pass another bill. And, and, and here's another trillion. I mean, just like uh, Joe Biden's uh, student debt relief thing. Right? Here we are. We've, we've got a massive inflation problem. And what what do these geniuses do? Oh, hey, you know what? We're going to kick the can down the road on you paying your student loans to, to the end of the year, right, which frees up them to keep inflation roaring. Oh, and we're going to forgive. Let's just, let's just call it in the middle. So, you know, somewhere, somewhere around half a trillion dollars. We're just going to throw that out of the national debt because we want everyone to feel better. Really, what, you know what they're saying? Really, honestly, seriously, if we were really smart, all of us should band together. And just stop paying everything. No, yeah. we're not paying. Yep. We're not paying our mortgages. We're not paying our credit cards. We're, we're, we're not paying our, our car payments. We're not paying. That because was... essentially what the government has decided is, hey, guess what? We're going to reward people who don't pay. That would blow up the entire system, though. There would be that would be oh, it blow it all. Oh, you want to blow it up? That would blow it up. There, there would be fires in the streets in every city in the country. That would be that would be complete chaos. But I'll say this, Joe: if everyone just stopped paying federal income tax, that's one where I don't think there would be wars in the streets. That would just be a whole lot of controllers and government people figuring out. Well, I guess we really do have to arm the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> but that, let's, face, let's face it. You know what? Maybe that's coming, right? Maybe they fear that that is coming. And and I want everyone to understand. Ready for the, the most ridiculous thing? Because you know what? What they're going to tell you this Jackson whole thing's about? What is the Federal Reserve going to raise fifty basis points or seventy five? 
Oh my gosh! Oh, 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 what's he gonna do? Holy, what, what a huge, this could be a huge difference! 50 basis points or 75! Are you kidding? Pull your head out of your backside for just one minute and breathe! They should be talking about, listen, the Fed funds rate right now should be, what, at least 7 or 8% if they really care and follow their own rules. They don't follow their own rules. You know why it's not where it's supposed to be? It's really simple. Why? Because it doesn't enrich them, period. Because, you know what, if it got that high, everyone would see how ridiculous our policies have been. And then they might actually, to Jason's point, they may actually riot in the street. Yeah. No, yes. Oh, oh, I don't know. This is such a hard decision. I mean, oh, what could be the impact? I mean, if we go 50, is that going to blow it up? What if we go 75, that may blow it up? Listen, if that's the case, really, if it's that big of a decision, I'm telling you right now, take every single dollar you have and put it in the gold. If it's really that, because it's not that. That's a bunch of garbage. That's just to give us the illusion that they're actually on our side. They're not on our side. If they were on our side, we wouldn't be talking about 50 or 75. They'd be talking about, hey, we're going to raise it a full point. This meeting, a full point. Next meeting, a full point. The meeting after that. Matter of fact, we're going to raise it a full point every meeting for the next ten meetings. They ain't saying that. Matter of fact, what everyone really says behind Jay Powell's back is, oh, don't worry. The, the second the economy starts to get really bad, he's going to run for the hills anyway. Right? And that's when you're going to see gold explode, Jason. I remember in the 1990s, I think even recently, in the last uh, this last decade or so, uh, when Russia was having some problems with inflation, they just rose up 7% in one day. They just killed the inflation before it started, Joe. And, and again, people don't know history. You know, they, they want to make sure we don't know the history. You know, before, you know, the Federal Reserve, before, the, let's just say before the 80s, was private. They weren't meeting with billionaires in Jackson Hole. They weren't meeting with they weren't meeting with the head of J.P. Morgan and Goldman Sachs. No, because they knew well that would kind of you know be not right, right? That's that's kind of scummy, right? People would figure it out. Oh, well, but dude, they're 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 laying down the future path so they can all enrich themselves. It would be obvious. Plus the fact, hey, we're operating in secret. We don't know what. We don't want you to know what we're doing, because if you know what we're doing, you're going to be more risky. And guess what? They used to raise rates to Jason's points. Go back to the 70s. They would raise interest rates three, four points in a single meeting. They would lower them three or four points in a single meeting. Happened all the time. Now they talk about, they're acting like 75 or 50 basis points. Oh, oh my, oh, I'm so scared. Right? And the reason why? Well, because they know, hey, because we've gone on this path with these guys and we telegraph everything, we know all of these banks, all of these investment houses, 
they're operating at max maximum risk. Yep. Just look at Wall Street. Wall Street's thirty-two thousand, you know, thirty-two, thirty-three thousand. All of us know that's a price for perfection, but it's always price to perfection. Because they always think they know what the central bank's going to do, right, Jason? Yeah, and, and the other reason that they have to, they're so uh, uh, apprehensive and so wussy versus the bigger moves that they would do in the past is, well, they didn't have close to $31 trillion in national debt, which, which those quarter point and a half point and one point moves become more, more severe than in 1980 when we had just barely hit the first trillion. So that's a yeah, major reason. Another, right. I mean, debt, debt, debt to GDP in 1980 was 34%. Today it's 124%. It's a big difference. 19, 1971, the total national debt was $400 billion. $400 billion. They got rid of the gold standard in one decade. It went to a trillion. Fast forward to today. Now, I know they say, oh, it's 31 trillion. you got to count the It's $40 trillion. This is what they've done. It's all they've done is just put us in debt, huge indebtedness, the fact of the matter is the middle class as a percentage in this country has never been smaller, and, and it's going to get significantly worse again. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after these messages. 800-951-0592. That is the toll-free number. Get your gold and silver put away while you still can. Uh, if we have time today, a uh, great article out about how much gold, physical gold and silver are in vaults. Uh, it's going to be uh, really, I think we'll probably wait for tomorrow on that uh, because it, 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 we, we've got to discuss it because this is the same thing, you know, it, when we look at we talk about oil, we talk about energy, we talk about corn, uh, what you, you name the commodity, uh, the lack of inventory, the lack of availability, uh, is really eye-opening. We've really been fortunate that we haven't had a hurricane yet. Not one. I mean, call it luck, call it what you want, but thankfully, otherwise, I'll tell you right now, we, you know, here we are, we're, we're, we're celebrating that we're only paying $4 for gas. Let me tell you right now, we've got so much oil that we could pump in this country. There's no reason we, we, we should be, we shouldn't even be paying a dollar. They can make that happen tomorrow. They, they don't want to. Who doesn't want to? Well, the same people that are in Jackson Hole right now. They don't want to. Period. Think about all the jobs. Because, you know, oil oil field jobs are good-paying jobs. It's hard work. It's a good-paying job. Natural gas, good-paying jobs. Solid, solid middle-class jobs. Nah, we don't want that. Listen, I'd rather have them serve me my champagne. You know, uh, maybe, you know, when I stay uh, at, at one of my places, I can hire them. They can be my maid and my housekeepers. Right, uh, one of them can drive me around. Right, that's the jobs they want us to have. If you don't like that, you can go at the bar. You can be a bartender or a waitress. You can ask her if you want paper or plastic, or uh, would you like that order to go? Would you like fries with that? That's the jobs uh, that they're laying out for all of us. And let me give you another California to yesterday. I made it official. We knew this was coming, uh, but they're getting ready to ban all sales of gas-powered vehicles 
in 2035. Now, this will just be new cars. You'll still be able to buy a used car in California, but by 2035, all new vehicles must be electric. And, and Jason, again, all that, what do you think that's going to do? I mean, California all by itself is still like the eighth largest economy in the world. Uh, and you think car companies, uh, you know, the California's got 39 million people. It's the most populous state in this country. That's going to force everybody. Everybody's going to have to buy electric cars from here on out at, at, at a cost that is going to be, all oh, right, what we're seeing. And now this is, you know, you want to know why car prices are so expensive? This is why. Because they know, hey, we, we really can't build electric cars like heavy-duty trucks and all this stuff that allows you to do what you need to do without charging $100,000 for it. So, uh, Jason, all of this kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Joe, again, in, in, in 2035, it doesn't need to happen. In 2035, 2035 nobody's going to be owning cars in California. It's all going to be Uber or whatever the, whatever the system's going to be that, that gives you your ride. There's, you might have those uh, those uh, celebs and those uh, sports stars. They might be able to, be, you know, hey, just like they they buy like that two hundred thousand dollar Lamborghini or something. But uh, other than that, which, which which will be any car that they own, but uh, in twenty thirty five there won't be anybody owning cars. Can you imagine here fifteen years from now, Joe, these people owning cars? It's like a house. Like, How many people own cars today, really? I know people say they own a car. A car loan is an ownership. <laughs> right, right. If you're, leasing, paying, if you're right. making a payment, you're not, you don't own that thing until you pay it off. I'm, I'm leasing my, Rand, my, my Land Rover for $900 a month because I want to keep up with the Joneses. We, we don't own anything. And, that's a, and, again, this is part of the message. This is part of the plan. This is exactly what they want. And you don't really own anything but, hey, guess what? We're going to hopefully give you just enough to keep the lights on. That's why I said, to, you know, Jason brought it up. I have no, no doubt in my mind there's going to be some uh, utility relief bill coming before the end of the year. Don't you worry. Uh, how about this one? Since Joe Biden's been in office, 4.9 million illegals have entered the United States. Are you kidding me? Just to give you an idea, the 25th most populous state in the country happens to be Louisiana. Okay, Louisiana, uh, it's the 25th most populated state. They only have 4.6 million people. We've had four point, basically 5 million illegals crossing the border in just, what, not even two years, and, and, and 900,000 of them, they are categorizing as gotaways. You know what a gotaway is? Well, they just disappeared. <laughs> we kicked them out, and they just decided to go where they were going to go. Uh, we don't know what happened to them. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny, Joe. It, uh, Barack Obama's presidency, they, that accelerated uh, greatly. Under Trump, Trump was going to, you know, the illegals crossing over, believe it or not, even with the wall and everything, more illegals were crossing during Trump's uh, uh, four years versus any four years of Obama. And now here's Biden, and it's even more than Trump. So so you want to think it's a, a blue or red thing. It really is not. They are letting tons of cheap labor that are – it is even more slave labor than what we already do, Joe. We, we already have slave labor here. Come it's, on. Listen, these are uneducated. 
Right? These are uneducated, unskilled, by and large, to Jason's point. The, these are uh, 5 million people, uh, instant subsidies, government assistance. You, you want to know why rents are so high? Uh, I, got a, I got a good guess. These 4.9 million people got to live somewhere, uh, and, and who's going to end up paying for it? Just to give you an idea, just this fiscal year, so that would be October of last year, Okay, the October to S- September is the fiscal year. In the first 10 months of the fiscal year, so the, that would be last October through July, 2 million illegals have entered the United States, according to data from uh, U.S. Customs and Border Patrol. Two million in just ten months. In June alone, over 207,000 were actually, you know, apprehended. They weren't apprehended. They just walked over and said, okay, here we are. We surrender. Who knows how many uh, of uh, others there were, right? If there's 207 apprehended, uh, you got to believe at least another 50 to 100,000 uh, came across and, and said, hey, I, you know, I, I've got, uh, you know, I'm a rapist, I, 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 I'm a criminal, I, I, I'm whatever it may be, uh, I'm an undesirable, I'm not going to get turned in, I'm just going to walk right in. It's absolutely insane what this does to the standard of living of everybody else. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. 800-951-0592. By the end of the year, by the end of the year, the number of illegals in the United States since Joe Biden took office will be almost 6 million. So we're at 5 million now, 6 million, which would be greater than the entire population of Colorado, greater than the population of Wisconsin, uh, and very close to Missouri and Maryland. And why I bring that up, because Missouri is the 18th most populous state at 6.16 million. So by January, Jason, uh, the amount of illegals, uh, essentially is going to be uh, the 17th most populous state in the country. And it, and yes. it just gets worse from there. It's ama- it, the, the amount is unprecedented. Now, i I gotta, I got to throw this in here because this is, how does the government misrepresent how many are here? And here's what's fascinating. So the government will tell you, hey, we deported, 213,000 illegal aliens in July. So according to the government's math, okay, I kind of love government math, 207,000 came in. 213,000 got shipped out because that's what deported means, doesn't it? Right? Oh, we deported them. Okay, well, that means they're no longer in the United States. Oh, Mm-mm-mm, nope. Come to find out, there's different levels of deportation, apparently, Jason. And the vast, vast majority fall under Title Eight. it is called. And what Title Eight means is, well, yep, you're here illegally. You should be deported, but 
you know what, we're just going to release you. And uh, by the way, we're going to give you a court date sometime. Please show up. But on the government's books, they count them as deported. <laughs> well, I don't think it works very well. <laughs> obviously, that's that's uh, that's planned, Joe. Obviously, that's planned. Right? Hey, no, we look at look at that. We, we we deported records. I mean, they're all still here. <laughs> you know, hey, say it's a bit, but don't worry. Listen, they got a court date. They got a court date. Julio's going to show up to court. Uh, uh, January 12th, 2024, I'm sure of it. I'm positive. He'll be there. You know, the, the people that make the decisions to allow this to happen, because it is allowed to happen. This and could again, be they're meeting in Jackson Hole right now. Right. Uh, some of these people actually probably believe, you know, the ones that don't really make the biggest decisions, they probably believe that uh, letting illegal uh, immigrants come in here and have labor probably – cheapens the cost for companies and probably is actually fighting inflation. But it actually doesn't work that way. But if they could actually say it out loud, Joe, they would actually say, well, these illegal immigrants, this is fighting a, this is, this is an act of, of fighting a, uh, inflation. These guys come in there, the inflation goes down. These immigrants, they, they keep the cost down. They can't say that because they, don't, they can't admit that, that illegal uh, labor is cheaper. But here's the thing, Joe. Those people still have to eat the food while they're here. They have to have a place to live while they're here. They're, they're using up resources while they're here. So it doesn't help the inflation at all. It really, even if they're putting, the, taking the money and shipping it back to Mexico, it's not really helping the inflation. So, so it's just making it a lot cheaper for a lot of rich people to uh, to, to to live a lot better, Joe. Yeah, you know that'll be something. I'll, I'll check it out uh, one of these days when I get to it. I, I will definitely uh, look into how much money's leaving the country. So you got to believe with this wave that we're looking at. Uh, the amount of money being sent back, whether it be to Mexico, South America, let's face it, people are coming from everywhere, right? The amount of money leaving the United States is astronomical. To Jason's point, it's really uh, kind of a double whammy. Not only do they uh, work for a lot less and, and, you know, quote, unquote, do the jobs we don't want to do. Well, we, listen, I think Americans would do all the jobs if you paid them. Yep. Right. Right? Hey, if I could provide for my family, I would do that job. There's no doubt in my mind. But when they, they get to do this, and then what do they do? They, they take whatever money's left over and they send it back home. Uh, leaving that, that wealth, leaving this country. It's, it's, it's devastating. But again, this just tells you the digital dollars coming, one world government, get rid of borders. I mean, th- this is, this is, this is an invasion, Jason. Yeah, you're exactly right. The, 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 the whole idea that uh, jobs that Americans don't want, uh, it's exactly what you said, Joe. So for that example, let's just say uh, something somewhat valuable falls in the toilet, and, it's, and there's, it's foul. You know, there's, you know, someone says, hey, I'll give you five bucks. Would you just pull that out for me? I'm going to look at it it's like, eh, you know what, I, I, why don't we just flush it? It ain't worth it. But if he says, hey, I'll give you a 1000 bucks to pull that thing out, then you got to start thinking, well, yeah, you know, I can just wash my hands afterwards. That ain't so bad. It's, that's, that's, that's what hard jobs are. You just got to pay the right amount to, to influence somebody and to work in, and be motivated to work that job, Joe. And if you keep letting illegal immigration come in, well, it cheapens the job, and then nobody, uh, nobody wants to work it that's here because they're looking for something else that's a little easier and pays better. You can't, you can't do it. You can't, you know, this is why illegal immigration messes things up. Yeah, and, and again, think about uh, all the 
all the handouts that go along with it. The, the reason, not, not just the resources that we spend at, at the border, uh, clogging up the court systems, but uh, they're getting food stamps, they're getting rental relief, they're getting all of these other benefits that go along with it. Uh, and of course, the government tries to, you know, this Title Eight thing isn't that convenient, right? Isn't that convenient? Oh, well, you know, you know, on, on our books, oh no, we five billion illegals didn't come in here. Oh no, no, gosh, no. Uh, it, 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 maybe maybe three four hundred thousand because uh, we title eight all of these people, right? They're all still here. They're not going anywhere. They have no intentions of having them go anywhere. Patriot Radio News Hour final segment coming up. Just remember, this is all part of the plan, and they're up there in Jackson Hole right now planning even more devious stuff. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be right back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Gold's up seven seventeen fifty six. Uh, it's been kind of hanging out here uh, in, in these last few days. Uh, we'll get the we'll start getting some Jackson Hole stuff out uh, if it's uh, if they think it's on the dovish side. I, I think gold rallies uh, again. Uh, if they're going to pretend that oh. If they're they're talking tough, then maybe uh, it treads water here. Uh, but right now, I, I think next week, once we clear Jackson Hole, uh, we start focusing in on actual real data. I think that's going to really uh, set the table here. I think gold's going to have a very good rest of the year here. Uh, Twenty dollar gold pieces. You know, yesterday we had Saints at 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 twenty ninety five. Uh, there's a handful of those left, not very many, uh, but but we got liberties. Same price, twenty ninety five. These are the older ones, eighteen sixty six to nineteen oh seven. Two thousand ninety five dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Uh, take the time. Keep adding to your portfolios here. Uh, the Dow, the Dow's just having a tough time of it. Uh, it it's up twenty points. That, that's what's not very much here. Uh, the the S and P, uh, the Nasdaq are a little higher as well. Uh, crude oil right around ninety five dollars. The ten year note three point zero eight. So, Jason, we're seeing interest rates rise. And, again, we know we're getting another rate hike here. Uh, so the the 10-year note, and remember, Joe, we had Joey on yesterday. Big jump in the amount of balance sheet reduction, the amount of bonds the Federal Reserve is going to be trying to sell every month. Uh, $60 billion in treasuries, $35 billion in mortgage-backed. Uh, that's going to drive rates, Jason, even higher. That's yeah, that's right, Joe. Yeah, rates. Yeah, it, it, it's not a pretty picture uh, where we're headed. There's you know the, the system that we're in is 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 lacking the ability to, uh, I guess, make people stay in, in, in a comfortable level. Let's just say for, uh, compared to five to ten years ago or even twenty years ago, it's just the lower standard of living that Joe mentioned earlier. It's going to get worse, Joe. It's just going to get worse. Every day we have little nuggets of knowledge showing you the the information and the evidence of where it's going, Joe. Yeah, absolutely. Just all you 401Ks, you, you're in a 401K with your work. Do yeah. yourself a favor. Do yourself a favor. Call Joey. It's just simple changes that most people don't make that are going to save you a 
boatload. Do not lose 20 and 30% of your 401k. You don't have to do it. Give Joey a call, 602-909-9048. And it's no charge. doesn't cost you anything. He's going to find out what your plan's uh, uh, options are, and then he's going to tell you, hey, get your form from HR, check this box and this box, turn it into them. And by the way, tell you what I'm going to do six months from now, a year from now, when the rate hiking cycle and the balance sheet reductions come to an end, I'm going to reach out, we're going to look back again, we're going to make another change, so that way you can not lose it outperform the market. It, it, it's vital. I, you you got to do it. You got to protect what little you have. Because let me tell you right now, these guys, they're they're up there right now, plain in our demise, plain and simple. They're the ones that are going to determine. There's no reason for automobiles to be fifty, sixty, a hundred thousand. Gas to be four dollars. There's no reason why your heating bills this winter are going to be double and triple what they used to be. That's just how they want it to be. 800 9510592 